Hey, all welcome to the Common Good Podcast. Doug Badgett here. Uh, super excited to have you uh, along uh, for the ride today. Red Hat, Blue Hat edition. This is a conversation that I have with a longtime friend of mine named Casey Franklin, and uh, we have a lot in common. Been friends for a long while, similar religious backgrounds, but we disagree about Donald Trump and we talk about it. A lot on text, but we also talk about it other times. We've been doing this, I don't know, this is our eighth or ninth uh, episode of this. We've been at it for a few months now. Normally, he's in Colorado where he lives, and I'm here in my basement. But he was in town here in Minneapolis this week and uh, came in town for an Eagles concert. He went on Saturday. I went to that same concert on Friday. We even have that in common. Uh, and uh, we talk about that, and we talk about Donald Trump, and we talk about how we should approach difference in the world. And it was really great to have him right here in the studio. So I recorded this yesterday. Uh, today's Monday. Uh, recorded it yesterday and uh, going to give you a chance to uh, to hear this conversation. It was super fun. Uh, we also uh, play music at the end of most uh, most of our sessions together, um, normally one after the other. We decided to do an Eagles song together. It didn't go great. Uh, uh, like I didn't know how off um, my our singing was until I listened to it after it was over. <laughs> it's really something. Uh, so anyway, that's not till the very end, but probably worth it. Because look, if you can't be bad on the way to being good, what's the point? Uh, so we've we've uh, we've proved that idiom to be true. Um, so here's a conversation. It was very very great to be together, we, even though we're friends. Sometimes things can get a little contentious, and even though you know we're talking on a video stream when when we record these, and we're looking at each other's faces on our t on our computer screens and monitors. There, there's still, you know, a separation. And when you're right in the same space, it just warms up. And uh, just an important reality about life, like how important, it, how important proximity is. And, you know, video proximity is better than non-video proximity a lot of times, but real physical exchange of the same air and space and energy does something. So it's our conversation. Uh, it ended up being really fun and I hope is really helpful and got, got rather pointed for both of us uh, about the things that we think and the things that we believe and uh, call for each other. So uh, here it is, Red Hat, Blue Hat uh, talk, uh, in-studio edition um, and a little reflection uh, on the Eagles. Hey, I'm going to be, uh, I'm doing this live right now. So if you're, I don't know, if you're watching this at 1.20 uh, p.m. Central Time on the... Uh, I never even know what day it is, on the 20th of November, uh, then, um, as Alex is right now, hello from Tampa Bay. Alex, good to see you You're in the chat. I will be popping up people's comments as we run the video uh, live. So if people are around and want to make a comment um, and you're on Facebook or Twitter or Twitch, um, head over to YouTube. It's our preference. Or stay right where you are. Feel free to watch it there. Um, but it's easy to follow a whole catalog of our collection over there on, on YouTube. Of these conversations and other podcasts. So here it is, conversation, um, I don't know, number nine or 10, eight, nine or 10 on Red Hat, Blue Hat Talk uh, with uh, Casey Franklin in studio. Oh, and by the way, he said what a lot of people say whenever they walk into this studio. Um, I've only had, he's only the second guest that I've been able to have in here on this version of the podcast. So I always like, wow, it's so much smaller than it looks. You know, they f it feels like that, that guitar there and that guitar there are feet back. 
it's not that far. It's not a very big basement. It's a rather small basement. Uh, the cameras just make them look just make make it look bigger. Uh, so uh, we were snuggled right together, right up close to each other, right in here. And here it is our conversation on Red Hat Blue Hat Talk. Enjoy. All right, there we go. Casey Franklin hey. in my basement. Hey buddy. hey, buddy. I can't believe I'm here, man. So so good to see you. Yes. Only two guests in the newest uh, version of this podcast have uh, really? have I been able to have in the basement. Nice. So this is a big deal for me. Wow, it's big, a big deal. deal for me, man. Casey Franklin sitting right here. We're on, we're in different height chairs because we're different. <laughs> we're slightly different sizes. We're different sizes, <laughs> but on the camera it looks about looks about right. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm actually taller than you for once, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think I'll just continue to slouch, <laughs> slouch and lay back. But well, this is Red Hat, Blue Hat talk. Um, I forgot my hat. You don't need a hat. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's what's in a man's head. Did I ever tell you my hat story? No, I, I'm dying to know how you got that hat. How, yeah, so hats overall, like I have them back there. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago, I think something like that. I started feeling like I wanted to be a guy who wears a hat. Yeah. Partly because yeah. I went to the dermatologist. And oh. the dermatologist said, you've got pre-cancer all over your face. Oh, you man. need to stay out of the sun. Oh, yeah. I don't like to stay out of the sun. Yeah. I like to be out in the sun, but yeah. I have to cover up my head. So uh, okay. it was like, I got to figure so it was, out. It had a purpose. It had a purpose. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to start wearing a hat. Yeah. But then I wanted to like be a hat guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Why not? Like, there was periods of time yeah. when men wore hats. Absolutely, man. You, that you was know, a cool time. My my rabbi friends and yeah. other Jewish friends have a yarmulke that yeah. they wear. Yeah. There's things people get to wear on their heads. Exactly. Uh, I was a baseball cap oh, wearer. Right. Right? Golf. Course. A lot of golfers of wear hats. Yeah. But then, like just around, yeah, not a lot of people do. Yeah, especially in white culture, right? Black, black culture. That's, that's there's true. a the long history of hat wearing. Yeah. yeah, and I've I've always been enthralled with like yeah. Yeah. cool yeah. hats. Yeah. So I was in Boston, oh. and I didn't buy this hat in Boston, but I bought oh. one of those back there oh, in Boston. Okay. Okay. And I walked into a hat shop. Huh. It was a really nice little hat shop. Yeah. And I was looking around, and the guy said, hey, can I help you with anything? I said, well, uh, I'm, <laughs> I want to be a hat guy. Literally said that. <laughs> I want to be a hat guy. And then I said, but I need to find the right hat. Yeah. And he looks at me as serious as can be, like a haberdasher would. Huh. And he says, sir, it's what's in a man's oh. head not what's on a man's head that makes him a hat guy. Ooh. I mean, how about this? That's profound. Yeah. yeah. Like, he could have finished with Little Grasshopper, and yeah. I, would have been, yeah, exactly. I would have been all in. Exactly. And uh, that idea that is what's in your head. And yeah. so, of course, I pick hats, and some hats I yeah. like, some hats yeah. I don't, some don't look right on me right. because right. I'm big and tall. Sure. I have to be thoughtful about yeah. the hats I'm wearing. Sure. Um, but it really is a m inside your head yeah. thing. It's a mentality. It's a well, lifestyle. So you have a red hat on today, <laughs> no matter what's on the outside. Your your red hat, your your you red hat on the there you uh, go, man. On the inside. That's right. Hey, uh, what what brings you to town here in beautiful Minneapolis? Oh. Where, by the way, the weather is fifty. I was going to ask you, sunny what what's the weather like in your world today? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always do this. I look yeah. up. Now you can yeah, see yeah. right there is a little basement window. Now I window. understand what you're looking at when basement. you yeah when I look up that. and when tell me about the weather and yeah, just a little sliver. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. it's fifty five degrees, sunny. Lovely. See, I didn't even know that. We should. I, I looked. I looked a minute ago because I knew we'd talk about this. We should. Uh, oh, we should be awesome. outside. So doing we this. we get to enjoy the same exact weather. Yes. At the exact same time today. Exact same time. It's awesome. And my guess is that this weather, fifty-five and sunny, yeah. a light breeze. Yeah. There's no one who says, oh, I can't stand this weather. Yeah. Like yeah. some people don't like cloudy. Some people right. really like cloudy. Some like yeah. cold. Some yeah. don't like cold. Yeah. Feels like 55 and sunny. I mean, 
How can you complain about that? I don't know anyone who's like yeah. I don't I don't like yeah. pleasant. Yeah, exactly. It's I'm a sure there's someone fall day in Minnesota. Yeah, in Minnesota, Man, it's just lovely. Awesome. By the way, what what brings you to Minnesota? Yeah, so uh, I came up here to see some friends. Uh, you know, part of Minneapolis is home for me, so coming back here is is always fun and and wonderful. And I get to be with my my best friends that that live here, including you. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there was one other thing, and that happened to yes. be the Eagles were in town. <laughs> Not the football team. No, Not no the football team. I, I like them too. Okay, but but yeah, the music Eagles. Yeah. yeah. So did you pick the weekend to, because the Eagles concert yeah. was here? Like you're like I'm going to come to Minneapolis yep. sometime in the fall. Yep. yep. Let's We're going to plan it, it around that. Yep. And I was here two years ago for the show. Okay. Yep. So uh, it was pretty awesome. And you went just last night. You've still yeah. got. You still have the peaceful, easy feeling. I do, man. I do. I do. Yeah. And and so the the question, if you're an Eagles fan, okay. Okay. The question is, <clears throat> do I take it easy? Oh. Oh. Or do I take it to the limit? Wow, this is insightful. <laughs> this is insightful. What are we doing? It's a philosophical yeah. dilemma, man. There's a lot of take it. <laughs> of th- I hadn't put that together. I went to the concert Friday night, uh-huh. scored a last-minute ticket, like I told you I yeah. was going to do. Yeah, I'm um, impressed that you did that. Uh, and awesome. didn't pay normal pricing. Wow. Uh, I don't that's... know how much your tickets were, but concert more tickets than yours. can become very expensive. Yeah, it's ridiculous, And dude. so, yeah, for... And the know, Eagles are kind of known for that. 89 bucks and then some fees yeah. uh, I got in and Dang. slid in. Was that's surprised awesome. that it was the Doobie Brothers opening as opposed to Steely Dan. Exactly. I didn't even... When I got in, that had already started and announced yep. this, and I sat down and I'm like, that's not a Steely Dan no. song. Yeah, yeah. Are those the Doobie Brothers? <laughs> and then I look at the drums kit and the big Doobie yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was that a was a treat. nice surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did a great job. Yeah, Michael McDonald uh, on piano. What, like, well, how long has Michael McDonald McDonald been singing with the Doobie Brothers? Do you have any idea? I don't know. I mean, here's the thing about both, but the concert with the Eagles. Yeah. Which Glenn Fry uh, yep. died in 2016. Yeah. So his part of mm-hmm. the Eagles is mm-hmm. now filled by Vince Gill. Yeah. Yeah. And the Doobie Brothers have Michael McDonald. There's yeah. like this mashup yeah. of. Yeah. You'd say 70s bands, which I think yeah. is a fair phrase. Yeah. Which yeah. could be a reference to the decade in which they were most famous yeah. and the age of the people yeah, on the exactly. stage. Exactly. Exactly. They're, uh, they're also in their 70s. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm guessing all the Doobie Brothers are also in their 70s. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah, because yeah. I'm 57. You're f- 55. 50, we'll be 55. 55. Yeah. And, and you know, you got a Sammy Hagar moment coming for you. <laughs> um, can't drive when you're 55. Uh, so anyway, uh, we, we both had that experience. Yeah. Two different nights yeah. uh, seeing the yeah. Eagles. Yeah. And uh, so at the end of our time, just for people who know, we often add a little music. At the oh, end of these, absolutely. and we're gonna we're gonna sing uh, we're gonna sing an Eagles song yeah. right here in the basement. It's gonna be the wild. first tiny desk concert <laughs> uh, of the of the podcast. I love it. Well, speaking of seventies and age, my favorite line of the whole night was when Joel Walsh, as crazy guy as he is, he's just got all personality. He's the partier of yeah. the whole bunch. He goes, <laughs> I don't know if he did this for you guys, oh, I, but he good. goes. What the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, I don't know, but I have never known. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, but I do know one thing. It was better 
to be 20 in the 70s than 70 in the 20s. <laughs> did he do that? Great with line. You guys? Of course he did. <laughs> Great line. Yeah, they had that I think the whole out. thing. I think the whole thing is on yeah. the button. Yeah, I think yeah, it's there's, yeah. yeah. Great line. Better yeah. to be uh, 20 in the 70s yeah. than 70 in the 20s. Exactly. I, you know, but there's another way. You th- I thought about <clears> that after he said. It, I thought. Not every rock star yeah. makes it to their 70s. Yes, for sure. That's not a bad, uh, that that's not a bad sure. win for these cats yeah. to be up there. Only the good die young. For, for, <laughs> first of all, that we, we got to go. Yeah. And, and like music we've listened to my entire yeah, life. Mine too. I, I yeah. don't know that I have any memory of music yeah. in which there wasn't an Eagles song. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even a Doobie Brothers song yeah. now that I think yeah. about it. Oh. Um, I mean, it was and, all over the radio. You turn on the radio, and it, yes, yeah, that's what you hear. And we are old, yeah, right. Like yeah. I, I don't know, I was probably six when their music yep. came out. Yeah. So in my entire memory, um, you know, Don Henley and yep. Glenn Fry and yep. Gang have yep. been singing, and they're still doing it. Yeah. It was. It was. They something. pull it off. And they, so, so I had a couple of reflections about that. In fact, I'm going to write up this whole little oh. little post and email oh. about uh, nice. what I learned about the common good at the oh, Eagles nice. concert. Oh wow, yeah. Um, because there was a lot kind yeah. of going on. A lot, I was, to, I was lot sort to take of, in and process. I was sort of paying attention. <clears throat> and one of the things to our conversation mm-hmm. that we have in Red mm-hmm. Hat, Blue Hat, was you're in an arena with, I, I don't know what there were, 15,000 people. I mean, the place was sold out, say? whatever the capacity is. Yeah, Whatever that is, 15,000 yeah. people in a stadium. Yeah. Um, or an arena, yeah. in a hockey arena. Yeah. Um, so a bunch of people. Yeah. Th- Every manner of political spectrum yeah. that's going to exist in America is in that place. Yeah. Maybe even amongst the band members. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they all think about right. politics, right. if they think about it, but people who I'm sure are not into it at all, yeah. people who are really committed to certain political outcomes sure. yeah. are in that arena, yeah. are the roadies, are the uh-huh. sound people, yeah. like across yeah. the board. Yeah. And this little moment of... I'm granted a very subset of people mm-hmm. who can afford to and mm-hmm. choose to yeah. go in November right. in St. Paul, Minnesota right. to a to an Eagles concert. It's a subset of people. Sure. But even in that subset, it crosses these other political sure. differences and boundaries. Yeah. And, and I was really <clears throat> struck by that was was one of the oh, things, yeah. right? Just a reminder oh, yeah. Yeah. that we do share some things mm-hmm. and we share mm-hmm. a common literally share common songs mm-hmm. and are are sharing in this and and then want each other to care about things and to think mm-hmm. differently about things. Mm-hmm. But I was struck by that. Did yeah. any of that, oh, any of that oh, c- big capture time. you? Well, and it was interesting because uh, even Don Henley, who I, I kind of figured, uh, I kind of have an idea where he's coming from a little bit, um, but he probably said the same thing with your show. He said something about unity. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. He he said something about the chaos in the world and yeah. and all that and how hey, at least we're all here and we can all be yeah. one. Yeah, you know? and he had a great line where he said, which good. means we either all stand up oh. or we all sit down. Did oh. he say that no. in your show? No, I don't think so. Because what he was getting at was huh. some people can't see if you stand up. And, right. then he goes, and then he goes, there's yeah. a ballad. Yeah. He said, we're going to be here till 11. Yeah, he You might want to have a seat, right? He said that to but us, But that too. was also interesting, right? Yeah. Like, hey, we're in this thing together, and there's mm-hmm. going to be times when you're going to rise yep. and times when you're going to... And, yep. and some thoughtfulness. Yep. He did a little yep. love song. He said, yeah. I wrote this as a about a couple or something. Oh. He said, but now I, th- I say it for I sing it for America. Oh, I, I um, didn't hear that part. Oh, and, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. and you know, oh. he kind of acknowledged the... He said the, 
the <clears throat> crazy making that is the beautiful crazy making that is this country. Like there was mm-hmm. a little little moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been to a lot of concerts since I feel like uh, Donald Trump broke things mm. uh, in 2016. And <laughs> in many of those concerts, the the performers recognize the the difference. Uh-huh. And they're like, huh. um, hey, in this moment we share... Huh. We share this stuff, right? Huh. And huh. some of them are very politically driven. Right. Some yeah, of them yeah. are not at all. I've yeah. been, you know, to lots of shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> it rarely becomes a divider, even mm. if the person, mm-hmm. even if the musician mm-hmm. has an opinion yeah. that is that is different. So mm-hmm. I had a thought for you about mm. that because mm. I feel like, and this couldn't might not be true. I mm. feel like there's more uh, actors, performers, mm. musicians. Mm-hmm. That I know of, who are closer, to, who, right. who are closer to my position, right? And a few who I think are stridently Trumpy mm. and red hat wearers <laughs> and MAGA people, and I find myself not wanting to go down that route. Uh-huh. My Ted Nugent music has uh-huh. probably become even more limited <laughs> than it had in the past. But my thought was you. You don't have that. I mean, I mean, hmm. you have more people that you appreciate their music who might not agree with your politics. Right? Does that make it more? I, I don't know. How, yeah, how do you, that's how an do you, interesting question. Yeah, very interesting question. You know, um, by and large, I try not to let that uh, pollute my appreciation for the art yeah. itself, uh, and I think that's actually kind of important. Yeah. yeah. Now, there, I'll admit, there's certain groups that. I probably hmm, may not have listened to otherwise anyways, but definitely I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm not interested because Mm -hmm. of where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, you have to kind of get past that. Yeah. I think now there's other people that uh, I resonate with, Mm -hmm. you know, that probably see the world more like me and actually have uh, a little bit of an agenda with their message. Yeah that I resonate with and I go, I like the music and I like the message. Yeah. And who, I like, who, who comes to mind when you think about that? <clears throat> um, well, some of the, um, some of the more recent, uh, country guys uh-huh. that have, uh, you know, come out with their political songs. Like the small town song. Yeah. The like small, town song. The small town song. Did yeah. you even know of that guy before that, that nope, song came out? I don't out? think so. Yeah. And same with the other, the South of Charleston guy. Yeah. But he's turns out he's not, <laughs> he's not all there. He's like, Oh, I wasn't, this wasn't a pro. I don't know. This I, was I think a, the jury's uh, a little still out on all yeah. that. But. I mean, I watched a lot of videos with that guy because yeah, he became yeah. such a, yeah. such a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, I don't think he liked being pigeonholed. Yeah. But I still think he was kind of trying to make a, making a comment, commentary a little bit about of a statement. Class. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like that kind of, I think, uh, I think the message of the music is important. I always have mm-hmm. felt that way. Um, and sometimes, you know, you, you resonate with the message. You, you know, sometimes you resonate with the music and not with the message and so much. But when you can resonate with both, you know, and, and you know, something like the Eagles, it's like, how can you not resonate? Because the message is so universal. It's, yeah. You know, it's well, not, it's, it's not political yeah and i feel like there's a difference about music and other art Mm -hmm. that was made before this period Mm -hmm. but if people are making music now Mm -hmm. 
it's influenced. And I know a lot of mm -hmm. people who certain musicians, they didn't like when the music was coming out in the seventies and eighties mm -hmm. and nineties music mm -hmm. that we grew up on mm -hmm. because it was politically driven. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. There was yep. a lot of rock music, yep. anti-war stuff. Yep. And a lot of people turned away from rock music yeah, because of that part, because they were pro Vietnam. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, it feels like there's something different for any of the music or movies or books mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that were pre mm -hmm, this period, mm -hmm, this period of time. Mm -hmm. But when people are making music now, I find mm -hmm. myself listening mm -hmm. really differently. Oh. And I don't like that, frankly. Like, oh. I don't like it that yeah. I have such an, yeah. such a pointed mm -hmm. um, opinion. I think maybe yeah. I mentioned this in another one of our conversations, mm -hmm. or maybe it's just on the podcast where um, I, I was gonna buy a guitar mm -hmm. from a guitar shop oh uh, i don't remember this online okay i was gonna buy a guitar from a guitar shop i, huh. I buy and sell yeah. a, lot of, a lot of guitars well it's just it's, because it's I, the curse of the I, guitar I'm, player i'm hunting around trying to find the oh. perfect tone that doesn't have it's to come a life from lifelong it's a lifelong quest my friend and <laughs> and i heard a there was a comment inside of a youtube video hmm. this is an online mm -hmm. retailer mm -hmm. and it made me be like hmm I'm not sure. I got a little trumpet. Oh, so oh really? I, I, I sniffed it out. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like a, a parent of a kid with a peanut allergy. I'm like, oh, I'm checking the ingredients list and all this. And I didn't like that about myself. I'm like, uh -huh. I watch these YouTube videos. Huh. I've really appreciated this content. I, uh, this might be a place I would order a guitar from or not if I'm going to. You know, this yeah. is a while back when I was. And I was like, oh, that kind of bugs me. Yeah. That kind of bugs, bugs me you about yourself? About myself. Yeah. That I like did this that subtle enters, little cancel your cancel process. in my mind, right? Huh. Like maybe I won't, maybe I'll pass on those videos hmm. because I don't like his opinion mm -hmm. about these other things that I think matter. Mm -hmm. And look, there, there is a thing, right? If, if mm -hmm. he had, there's a level to which if he had been, you know, if he gives some, you know, you know, Hey, Hitler had a point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I'm right. out. Right. right. I right. wouldn't, right. I wouldn't, Right. That that would be Yeah, a there's thing. a line. There's that, a line, right? Cross, and then there's yeah. like um I don't know, some other uh, category that'd be more benign. Mm -hmm. So you find you're somewhere mm -hmm. and when mm -hmm. I find myself getting closer to that line, mm -hmm. even though like I you know, I'm dedicating my work life and energies <laughs> to trying to make sure that people of faith don't vote for Donald Trump in this next election and save America from the doom that is anti democracy movements. <clears throat> and I don't want to be like running around trying to put the squash on every interaction I'm going to have with right. somebody who I disagree with about this. It's right. anyway, right. It's, there's it's, a fine line there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a fascinating place that we find ourselves in because on the one hand, I'm like, well, it's good that people can use music to express themselves and express their opinion about things that they think are important. You know, on the other hand, um, is that uh, further dividing America hmm. and, and creating more and more segments and categories and divisions? Um, because, you know, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. seems like there needs to be also room for a place where people just create music and we enjoy the art mm -hmm. and we leave politics out of it. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, I kind of lean that way a little bit. I think that's important because people like you and me, we can come together because of that. 
that's what brings us together. You know, we're both at that same show, yeah. uh, sitting in that arena and none of the other stuff matters Yeah, because we're enjoying this beautiful music that we grew up with. Yeah. And there's something beautiful about being able to set all that stuff aside and just be one yeah. Yeah, I hear and you. enjoy the art. But I guess what I want <clears throat> for myself is I want to not have to set it aside mm-hmm. to find oneness. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see it and acknowledge it mm-hmm. and still find oneness. Okay. Like I don't mm-hmm. want there to have to be pretend. Mm. Yeah, I got Right, you. like let's just act like that's not well, happening. Yeah. You know, I got you. And, and I'm not yep. sure where that is. I'm, yep. I'm not sure where the line sits yep. Yep. between let's just pretend this doesn't, you know, yep. hey, hey, you know, mom and dad aren't getting along, but it's going to be Thanksgiving this week. Let's right. let's just not act like that's a thing. And, you know, right. the kid is sitting there like, I don't know how you guys are acting like yeah. this isn't, a th-, right? Like right. there's that authenticity where you want to say like, well, let's not deal with everything right now. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But also just know, oh, no, we don't have to pretend that mm-hmm. we're in uh, uh, hear no evil, speak yeah. no evil. Right. I, I don't know. Right. Like that's, and that's more fundamental to the, than going to the concert or anything. That's mm-hmm. kind of this conversation mm-hmm. that we're trying to do. It's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is, and this question about dividing America, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it, I think we need to recognize that people are, are on different sides of many issues. Sure many issues that matter Mm -hmm. that doesn't divide us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. talking about difference Mm -hmm. and disagreeing Mm -hmm. in my view Mm -hmm. doesn't divide us yeah that's a great point what divides us is when someone says it's us or them right when 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 you make an enemy out of someone right when you you know and this this is and i know you you feel that trump has been the object of that attack by Oh, what yeah. you would say is a corrupt Justice Department. I would say it's yeah. the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing that I think we can do something about. What we can't mm-hmm. do something about is do we think differently about mm-hmm. things that matter mm-hmm. uh, that are super important. Mm-hmm. But I think we can figure out. I don't know. So there's something in there mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that I think a lot about and am trying to. Kind of, well, kind of get after. Think about it like this: like if you went to an art museum right? and you're looking at beautiful paintings on a wall, you wouldn't go, "Well, that's kind of Trumpy," so I don't like that necessarily. It depends. It depends on what the art is. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, in most situations, no one's gonna like, yeah, paint something that's gonna be, yeah, right, 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 political. You know, it's just art and it's beautiful and you have to take it in for the value, the intrinsic value that it is. And so I guess that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm getting at is yeah, that yeah. you're not putting a sign, you're not pretending, you're just appreciating. Yeah. You know? The problem is that we have, when, when once we insert words, yeah, just yeah. like there's something about, if, if someone goes to an acoustic uh, you know, instrumental yeah. rather an instrumental yeah. music show. Yeah, there's no words. It's 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 yeah. different. Yeah. As soon as someone says something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, like one of the songs, the song we're going to do. I'll just yeah. be a big spoiler here. No, oh, uh, spoiler alert. In, spoiler alert. It's going to be "Take It Easy." Yeah. And that song 
was written by Glenn Fry of the Eagles yeah, yeah. and Jackson Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I heard an interview with Jackson Brown where he's talking about that. Mm-hmm. And the famous hooky line yeah. in that huh. song is, um, huh. I was standing on a corner yeah. in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Such a fine sight to yeah. see. It's yeah. a girl, my Lord. Flatbed <laughs> forward, slowing down to take a look at me. Great line. Oh. Right? Okay. Jackson Brown writes, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Uh-huh. And in the interview, he said, uh-huh. and I'm imagining uh, an Indian guy, hmm. regal Indian guy in a turquoise shirt, oh. a big cowboy hat, and he's oh. standing on the corner because that's how I'm seeing the world. Oh. And then he says in the oh. interview, and then Glenn Fryer writes <laughs> the line, and it's a girl, my Lord, in a flatbed Ford slowing down to take a look at me. And Jackson Brown says, we both wrote the song from our perspective of what we see in the world. Wow. Yeah. I was seeing racial and justice yeah. issues in uh, Arizona uh, and with indigenous peoples, uh, Glenn Fry, And he says, but the only reason anyone knows the song yeah. is because of Glenn Fry's line. <laughs> yeah. That's why the song is, is famous. Right. Yep. And, and that is just an insight yeah. from a songwriter that you write about what you see yeah. and what you know. Yep. And this is the thing that people, once we do words, and I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of words. I'm a sure. big fan of lyrics. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm constantly, if I hear a song, I'm pulling up Shazam oh, on my phone, too, man. Yeah. getting it, and then what are pulling they up the lyrics. What, what are they saying? Yeah, I, I like that. I like yeah. words. Yeah. And that's what makes it harder, because I agree with you. When you go to a yeah. art gallery mm-hmm. and you look at you know expressionist yeah. art, yeah. you might get away with something. Yeah. But if you go to a bookstore and pick up a book. Oh, right, it, right. That, that art form oh, yeah. sharpens a little yes, bit. Yes. And I guess that's a question is like, can we have a broad enough human experience art-wise to be a little philosophical here, yeah, art-wise yeah. where there could be some interdisciplinary art sure. experience within all of us where we can be like, look, I don't, I don't agree with the thoughts and the words and the political perspective and mm-hmm. what that's going to mean, mm-hmm. but I can deeply appreciate mm-hmm a person for the beauty that they are. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear you. And then I think there's a whole nother aspect of this where I think about, uh, the role of the Joker in the medieval kingdom Mm. that the Joker could say anything. The Joker could, could, uh, announce truths to the King that the king would kill anyone else for saying, yeah. But the Joker can say it because he's the Joker, because okay. he's the he's the what's the other term, the court jester, you know. Uh, and I think there's something about music, and I think we did see this in the '60s with the anti-war movement, where people could say things through music that couldn't otherwise be said, that would be heard in a certain way, and we. Uh, accepted and received yeah because it was done in a beautiful way yeah and music is like that music yeah transcends all of that and it i think honestly i think it made people stop and think because the music was so beautiful and the uh, the message was so piercing and yet it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it conveyed it through the beauty of music that people stopped and went i've never thought of it like that before so yeah, so um, somewhere in the in 2016s ish, somewhere mm-hmm. in there, Glenn Beck, uh, mm. who's a political commentator, yeah. I don't yeah. know if you keep up with him, but yeah. Mormon guy mm-hmm. and conservative 
politically and mm -hmm. theologically, mm -hmm. came out against the song Born in the USA. Oh, really? Did you hear about that. this? I know, I didn't know. Dude, it's worth watching the YouTube oh, video. I'll check that out. He does a whole show and he's like, hey, this song's been around, you know, since 1984. Mm -hmm. And I, you probably don't even know what the words are. Turns out this song is not a cheer for America. Oh. It is, you're born in the USA oh. and it isn't working out for you. They uh, put a gun in your hand. Uh, they sent you off to war. Mm -hmm. They came home. They didn't give you a job. Mm -hmm. They turned their backs on you because you're born in the wow. USA. Wow. And he said, so if any of you listen to Bruce Springsteen, you need to stop. Huh. This is woke music. This is, <laughs> turns on it because it's somehow. He's probably right. He's, he's, he's not, a, apparently he's not a lyric guy. Uh, he just like followed the followed the the beat and the tune. Yeah. Sometimes these songs sneak through. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's, it's true. And a critique, yeah, is not seen as a critique by right. everybody. They're sort right. of they're sort right. Of, well, it but in this case, me. it's not. This isn't trickery. It's not like boy, if you understand yeah. the word and yeah. it, like yeah. just read the words. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, and and sadly, a lot of people don't do that. Oh yeah, you know, no, 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 they no. don't take the time to yes. understand what a song is actually yes. communicating. Uh, and it reminded me of one of the songs that the Eagles ended with last night, which is the, uh, uh, the heartbreak song. Yeah. It's going to be a heartache. There's going to be a heartache yeah. tonight. Yeah. And my buddy that I was with at the show, I mean, cause everybody's like, it's going to be a heartache tonight, heartache tonight, you know? Yeah. And everybody's into it and everybody's smiling Yeah. yeah and they're yeah. just loving it. And my buddy yeah. leans over to me and he goes, we're singing about having a heartbreak later yes. on tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And everybody's happy about everybody's, it. Yeah, there's a there's a dissonance between even the song. Like there's gonna be a heartache tonight. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. We're happy. We're we're happy about the heartache yeah. that we're gonna yeah. have tonight. That's right. Okay, so so this is a thing that I know a lot of people and people who watch this feel like happens in our political world, and I think you see it on the political left mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. political, I would even say maybe in the, you would even see it in the political middle mm. um, that, and I certainly believe this and see it on mm -hmm. the Trump supporting side mm -hmm. that like people are cheering the music and the tune <laughs> and what is being said huh. doesn't match uh -huh, uh -huh. that like, no, you like it, that is the heart of the experience that I find just uh -huh. unbelievable, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. You know, yeah. uh, and I could go on a, yeah. I, you know, I've always got a Trump rant you know, <laughs> from the last well, forty-eight hours on the front of my front of my brain, <laughs> but but that's a, that's another lived experience where people are like, I don't think you know what you're. Well, I would say the same supporting. thing about. Well, that's what I mean. You know, yeah. yeah, it's the same exact experience for me. Yep. You know, and that's that's what's so fascinating about where we find ourselves, you know, it's like, what you're, I, I don't understand how this works for you. Like it's, it's just mind boggling. Uh, so yeah, hmm. it's very fascinating. <laughs> and this is because, I mean, I totally see it from my, I'm like, what is and here confusing? We, and here we are. We grew up in the same city. Yeah, and have this common background, and, and yet we see and the experience world experience so many things completely different. Yeah. Remind me again, like at the, because I, 
I feel like you attribute to Democrats things Democrats don't attribute to themselves, and that's where the dissonance comes. And I feel like with Trump, I attribute to Trump the things he literally says and Trump supporters hold to, and that's where my dissonance comes. So Hmm. I think that's a difference. I think there's a false attribution Uh going on Mm -hmm. that makes it Mm -hmm. confusing. Like, Mm -hmm. I think you say, no Democrats like you really you're socialists and yeah. communists. And so yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not. And you're like, well, huh. yes, you are, but you don't admit it. <laughs> That's different than when I say Trump's an authoritarian because he says he's an authoritarian. I've never heard him say that, but that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I, I still think Biden is more of an authoritarian than Trump ever was. And it's through his actions and his words. Huh. Um, and it's, to me, it's, it's, you know, that's the thing that gets me is for me, I'm like all the things that the left, you know, claimed about Trump, I'm actually seeing happening in real time. But that's because you think they're lying. When you say they're using authoritarian, you're saying, no, uh, Joe Biden is telling Merrick Garland to prosecute Trump. Mm -hmm. And Merrick Garland is saying, no, he's not telling me. And Joe Biden is saying, no, he's not telling me. And you're saying they're lying. That's why you conclude that it's authoritarian. Well, that's that's one thing. Where it, What I would but say... But there's also been reports of that. Now, whether they have admitted it or not. Yeah. But well, there's reports that, that those kinds of conversations have taken place. It's not just making it up. No, it is making it up because the reports are fallacious. Like, like if somebody who says they had this conversation has no proof they had the conversation. Where, on the other hand, Bill Barr will has said publicly, see, there you go, Bill Barr, Bill, Barr. Has, Bill Barr has said publicly, Donald Trump told me to prosecute and arrest Joe Biden before the election. So Bill Barr said, Donald Trump told me to do that as the attorney general. Mm-hmm. You don't believe that. Merrick Garland says... Joe Biden did not tell me to prosecute Trump. You mm-hmm. don't believe that. Mm-hmm. So you don't believe either one of these and you assert your own meaning mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is fundamentally different. Like mm-hmm. the reason I'm saying Trump's an authoritarian is because he told his justice department to act on his political behalf and sent Bill Barr with Rudy Giuliani to Ukraine to do investigations. That's Bill Barr's personal testimony about that i've never heard that yeah well it's true i mean yeah, bill barr says it and so does rudy giuliani but that's a set aside and then it, that's what i mean by the false attributing so yeah but when when joe biden gets up and with red lights in the background this ominous darth vader thing and says MAGA Republicans are the biggest threat to our democracy. Yeah. I mean, I know you probably agree with that. <laughs> I was going to say. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm like. I'm like don't know if I would pick red lights, but I agree with this. With the and, and interestingly enough, one of the networks actually changed the color to T-Mobile pink or fuchsia hmm. so that it wouldn't look as bad as it really was. Oh. I don't know if you knew that. But, which network was that? Uh, I don't know, but I can send it to you. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fascinating to me that, uh, to me that sounded very authoritarian. Like we have these, these enemy, like, I mean, cause really what he's saying is like half the country is evil and we need to go after these people. 
and put them in prison like we were trying to do with Trump right now. That's the way. Yeah, it but comes that's not what he's me. saying. We're yeah, but that's how hand, it comes across. I understand that, but that's what I—that's the example <laughs> of what I mean by attributing to someone. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that's what I interpret it to be. So I'm going to put that meaning there. Well, Where but when but, Donald but Trump also, I mean, just listen to his words. But I mean, the words were not "they're evil and we need to put them in jail." Where Donald Trump's words are literally from rallies. We are going to put these people in jail. Hmm. 2016, lock her up to current day <laughs> of I'm going to name the people, Fonnie Willis, hmm. the Judge Ergon. When I am elected, mm-hmm. I will prosecute these people and they will go to jail. So the, the, again, he says it, you disregard it, Biden mm-hmm. doesn't say it, and you attribute <laughs> it to him. And that, that's what I mean. I mean, that's, and I'm not trying to pick on you because mm. it's not just you. This is true across the MAGA world. I hear it from everybody. The thing I appreciate about you is you, you are as center in the MAGA movement as I know. <laughs> like, you are my North Star. I'm like, there's people more this I'm way and less this way from out, Casey because you're just perfectly there. Mm-hmm. And I think other people probably who have MAGA friends hear it too. And that's the consistent thing. So like, look, I get that politics is about innuendo right. and subtext and meaning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But at some point to disregard what people are saying and to attribute benefit and to disregard what people are saying and to attribute negativity, I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's the difference. And when mm. I do it, I hope somebody points it out because I certainly want that. I don't want to be... And the thing about Trump that's been true since 2015 is I don't have to come up with what he... Maybe this is what he probably meant when he said <laughs> Mexicans are rapists and murderers and they're sending us their worst and they're emptying out their jails and they're sending those people. That's not that's not innuendo. Mm-hmm. Those are just statements that he makes that are verifiably untrue. Now, a little more when he called people vermin this last week and all that. Now you're probably getting into some innuendo, but any chance, I mean, you might feel like, oh, Biden said bad things about the MAGA movement. Mm-hmm. He didn't say they're vermin. Right. Trump but, did. But how, how can you, as, as the president of the United States, accuse basically all the people that didn't vote for you? He's which, not accusing all the people which, who didn't vote for him. Yeah, but it, I mean, people that voted for Trump, which is a lot of people, okay, how can you accuse them of being okay? He didn't use the word evil, but an enemy of oh, democracy, democracy or the country. When you know what I see happening is uh, Trump's constitutional rights are being violated by saying you can't speak, you're not allowed to speak, which thankfully was overridden. Uh, by a higher appellate court judge. Uh, but it's like free speech versus let's go after those people because they're a danger. Yeah. Okay. You probably heard the speech Biden gave. Yeah. He was very specific yeah. in that speech and yeah. said the majority of Republicans okay. and the majority of Trump supporters do not hold to these anti-democracy movements. Huh. The MAGA movement... Mm-hmm. Inside of that, uh-huh. that is what is a threat. Huh. He was explicit. Huh. I'll have to about, listen to it again. About those. <clears throat> so, fair enough. No. Uh, tr- um, 
But uh, still, the the MAGA movement represents a lot of people. I mean, it's not like yes, a but the MAGA one percent of people or the small little you know fraction of the population. That's right. So it's thirty percent of Republicans, which is forty percent of the voting population. So yeah, it's small. I mean, not all, and that's just by general polling mm-hmm. statistics and okay. of MAGA only people. You know that are they're Trump or nothing. Like even in Iowa, sixty mm-hmm. percent of the people who are Republicans are going to vote in Iowa no. in the in the primary, no. in the caucus, um, don't want to vote for Trump. Okay, right. So okay. whatever. Yeah. it's a subset. It's a subset of a subset. F- okay. Fair enough. Okay, but you're going to have political conversation, and you're going to have people say things, and politicians mm-hmm. do it all the time. Those people want bad for our country. These people want good. Okay, fair enough. I yeah, wish but, people but, wouldn't do that. But I've never heard, I, in my memory, in my lifetime, I've never heard a president, a current president of the United States, say something like that about a group of people that is a big group of people that happen to be people that don't vote for him and don't agree with his policies. So that, to me, was like, whoa. Did you hear Donald Trump what, as what president, on here? what he said about Democrats? Did you hear him say repeatedly, <clears throat> there's no way we can lose unless they steal this, that he called them anti-American? The mm-hmm. rhetoric from the sitting president in 2020 about Democrats mm-hmm. was as severe. It wasn't innuendo. Mm-hmm. Again, it was just over. Like, look, people who are saying in mainstream media mm-hmm. there Donald Trump's way of being is an attack on democracy <laughs> like his way of acting and behaving and oh saying is unprecedented as a president and it is an, it is no president has ever talked about democracy like this they're not making that stuff out of nothing i mean the thing that you have on this one speech from biden <laughs> The rest of us heard from Donald Trump from day one and more so today. That's the part, Casey, that's just like I could see hmm. you wanting to say, look, pox on both their houses. Mm-hmm. Biden said this stuff, mm-hmm. dividing mm-hmm. Trump is like this. I'm, But you don't. You say repeatedly like, no, I'm all in for that guy. <laughs> Harmless. In fact, he's the victim. He is. He definitely is. I, it is. That it's is the part to me that yeah. is just. Yeah. I, I mean. Have you heard? Okay, let's speaking of music. Okay, okay. Have you heard about Laura Trump, who just recently recorded a song? No. Yeah, she recorded a song, and it happens to be a cover tune of Tom Petty's "I Won't Back Down," hmm. which I think is kind of cool. We should do that one. A lot of people have covered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and so you know, she probably has a little bit of an ax to grind and a little bit of her own idea of what she means by that song, Yeah. right? So she records it, and it's great. I mean, you should listen. It's well oh, really? done. Okay. Really well done. She yeah. sounds like a musician, like an artist, professional artist. Well, <clears throat> so she uh, put out this song, and she paid for advertising for a billboard, uh, you know, in, I think it was New York somewhere, and... <clears throat> So she paid for the advertising. I'm sure it wasn't cheap on a big billboard. And they made an agreement, and the billboard comes out, and 
they wouldn't put the name Trump on it. She had the image of what she wanted. She paid the for it. The billboard company? Yes. Oh. The billboard company said, sorry, we can't put the, the name Trump on there. So they put like her with a horse or something without the name Trump. And she's like, wait, I paid for this. And I'm guessing that's not all there is to that story, but. <laughs> what's your what's your take what's your take fr- from that what what is that you're making some you? interpretations i, I am i am because <laughs> i i've bought many some billboards. assumptions we've at vocom and go we bought many billboards yeah, we yeah, deal yeah, with billboard yeah. companies and they tell us all the time there's stuff we can't say on them yeah that's yeah, yeah. incredible yeah, but you common. can't have the name trump on there yeah that's the part that i think is probably not true because okay. i put trump on billboards yeah yeah all over the country <laughs> I well, promise thank you for doing that. I we promise you, that. you could put. My favorite is their "His Words Matter" billboards. Okay, have you seen these? Where it's things Donald Trump has said on one side and things uh-huh. that Jesus said on the oh, other. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw. Oh, that. that's a treat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we we put Trump on yeah, billboards. Yeah. Uh, but to me, it doesn't time. make sense. I'm like, okay, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, why would a company, an advertising company, whoever owns the billboard, yeah. uh, not put it up the way that she requested it? And that you know, well, there she could was, be all kinds of reasons. I but, know there may be things we don't know. Word T, but that the letters T R U M P can't be on a billboard. No, that's that seems like not a. That's, I, I mean, I hope you're right. I hope that I'm guessing that's probably you know right. that there's something more going on. But she was basically saying, "This is what I paid for." They said we can't do it that way, and so they're filing a lawsuit or you know having to take some kind of action about it. So. Hmm. So it's, it's Boy, those, those people get sued a lot, don't they? The Trumps, <laughs> man, the Trumps. How many lawsuits no, have you been no, involved they're suing, in? No, the Trumps are suing. No, I understand them. It's yeah, not the other way around. No, I'm just saying involved in lawsuits. No, a lot of people <laughs> involved in lawsuits. How many lawsuits? I mean, well, I've, I've when been you got a lot of money, man. Zero. When you got a lot of money, people like. To I know sue a lot you. of people who have a lot of money who don't get sued all the time. I oh, know yeah? so many okay. people yeah. with so much money yeah, who yeah. are not being sued all the time. But are they in the public eye? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Think of all the f- yeah. rich people you know. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Well, I don't know who. How, how many? Oh, Elon Musk. Our cat. Uh, you I'm know, sure our, he's our getting cat. sued all the time. Oh. We just don't know about it. So and the government's going after him now because why he, don't we know about it? He's and we know about on Trump. the other side now. My guess is no. We he's not being sued like this. The, I'm just <clears> saying <throat> these people are litigation prone. <laughs> prone. That's like being accident prone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and I'm just glad that they trust the justice system enough to file a lawsuit, but don't trust the justice system. You see where I'm going? Don't trust the well, justice, I see where you're going there. justice system you're enough going to there. actually bring about justice, but then they'll yeah. file a lawsuit because yeah, they think yeah. that's how you get justice. Well, speaking of Good the system them. and speaking of the system and justice, you know, I'm really glad to see that uh, this whole getting Trump off the ballot thing is, is imploding. No, it's back again. There was a, no, it's imploding. It's. They, I mean, look. I mean, I've been arguing for a long time. Trump needs to be on the ballot. Oh, good. I, I, so you're you're oh, against yeah. that? Yeah, okay. I'm against it. That's cool. Legally, hey, we agree on something. Legally, whether or not he can be on the ballot is now been appealed. So there was just a here. There was a where at though in Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. When you sent me the thing about was then. Yep. And here he was allowed on the ballot. Then a judge said to the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. You have to put them on the ballot. Now yeah. that's being appealed again. So oh, it's going to go up. Yeah, I'm sure. So it's going to go but up. But I'm just saying it appears that yeah. that battle is is being lost by those who are trying to make that argument yeah. that he shouldn't be on the ba- ballot, which I think is anti-democratic. There's lots of people who can't be on ballots, though. Oh, I know. 
yeah. for it's not, not anti- everybody. De- it's not, not everybody anti- can. It's not anti-democratic to not be on a to not. To well, be prohibited it's anti. From being on a it's anti-democratic to take somebody who is legitimate and but that's meets the whole the, question. Meets is the is requirements. He <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the people who've been well, charged he, with insurrection, the the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers, cannot be on the ballot. Sure. Right. right. So the question is not, is it? Well, wait, is it can cons- they? No, they can't. Why not? Because if you've been charged with insurrection. Oh, right. Okay. So they were actually charged with it. Which is what <clears throat> the, and the, and the, in the court well, case. Why haven't they charged Trump with it? In the. That's what I don't get. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> because. I stumped you. No, I'm just saying <laughs> that's not that. Because insurrection but, is not the thing they've chosen to charge him with. But, but my they're charging it with interference and political, right, all and kinds all of other kinds of stuff. stuff. But, yeah. but right. that, but and totally. I think that's the argument for why this is all bogus, is because he hasn't even been charged, let alone convicted right. of that. Right. But the which judge is ruled, supposedly. But the judge in that very case said Donald Trump participated in. Well, then why didn't fostering an insurrection? <laughs> totally different question. Yeah. Totally different question of what judges are being asked to determine. The the point of all this is we have a system by which judges mm-hmm. make determinations. Mm-hmm. Trump supporting people seem to say regularly, we don't want there to be a system by which judges make determinations. Because when they do, they say the judge is corrupt, the judge is bad. Every time a judge w- rules against Trump, mm-hmm. The system is corrupt. <laughs> I just I don't know how. I don't know how somebody can say I believe in the justice system, mm-hmm. but every time it works against me, mm-hmm. it's because it's corrupt. Well, but it's just yeah. a constant refrain. And I know yeah. there's no solution to that thing. But my gosh, yeah. it's so exhausting yeah. to hear a guy constantly tell the American people, "I'm here for you, and I need you to keep me out of prison." <laughs> it's just so wacky. <laughs> I don't right. think he says it quite that way, but yeah. no, what he says is they're coming after you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm standing in the way. Yeah, they're coming after you, Casey. They are. They're coming after me. They are because I'm doing this right now. They're coming after me. I know it. <laughs> yeah, they're really not. You <laughs> okay. know who they are going after? Well, I'm after? glad this is a safe place. You know who they are going I'm, after? Actually, I'm in a safe place. Donald here, Trump, yeah. In the bunker. <laughs> In the basement bunker. All right, are we going to sing a song? Yeah, let's Should do it, we? man. Yeah, uh, all right, uh, so one of the things we do, uh, friends, if you're familiar with this podcast, is we uh, we sing songs at the end. Today we're going to do a duet together. Uh, as, I, uh, as I mentioned, we're going to do uh, an Eagles song because we both went to the Eagles show last night, and uh, we're going to try to... Uh, I mean, I don't even know how well this is going to work, Casey. This <laughs> we, didn't, is, we didn't practice this ahead of time. We have not. Disclaimer. We have not practiced. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. All right. So that's going to pick up your vocals. This mic over here. Okay. Try to grab our guitars a little more uh, than others, and uh, and we've got the words up on the uh, yeah up here. Uh, And 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 we really haven't gone through this. No. Um, This could be a total disaster. Can you play the lead? There's a couple of places where I didn't practice that yet. all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go without my uh, my pick. <laughs> All right, All right uh, I'm gonna follow your lead because I right. feel like you know the song better than I do. Let me let, well, let, let me run down hang, the hang road trying to loosen hang, hang my load. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, I'm warmed up now. Okay, you're gonna be able to watch it move, move oh, around sweet, up there. Man, here we go. That's high okay. tech. 
Well, I've been running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got some men on my mind. There we go. Four that want to own me, two that want to stone me, one that says a friend of mine. Take it easy. Take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can That's for you. Don't even try to understand Just find a place to take your stand And take it easy Well, I'm standing on the corner of Winslow, Arizona Such a fine sight to see It's a girl, my lord, when I fly bed forward Slowing down to take a look at me Come on, babe don't, don't say maybe. How many times you sing this as a you gotta kid? Gotta know if your sweet love is gonna, gonna save me. We may lose or we may win, but we will never be here again. So open up, I'm climbing in and take it easy. Should we skip, skip that? that? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's finish it, though. Just this last bit. All right. I'm a running the course. Down, yeah. Well, I'm a running down the road. Trying to, hang on. Well, I'm a run, running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got a world of trouble on my mind. Looking for a lover who won't blow my cover. She's so hard to find. Take it easy. Take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Come on, baby. Don't say maybe. I gotta know if your sweet love is gonna save me. <laughs> that's pretty good. We did it. Yeah, right on, everybody. Oh, that's great. Uh, you know, you might you might disagree about stuff, but you should be able to sing a song exactly. Together. And you know what? You got to be able to take it easy, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. And don't let that's a great line. Isn't it? It don't is. let the sound of your own wheels yep. drive you crazy. Yep, that's right. I mean, that's there's right. a little metaphor in there. Yeah. You know? Oh it's, yeah. That's that's pretty oh, good. Don't yeah. don't let the sound drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Yeah. <laughs> and don't even try to understand. <laughs> Feels like the theme song to something. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, everybody, for being totally. a part of Red Hat Blue Hat. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, man. Okay. Awesome. All right. So there it was. Uh, I mean, that thing at the end. Yeah, uh, maybe slightly better than the uh, guitar interruption in the middle. Uh, when I'm sitting here running the comments, I'm also strumming my guitar, and it picked up. Uh, all right. Cracks me up. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I mean... It, you know, I just, I really love Casey and appreciate him so much. And, um, you know, I think for both of us, we represent sort of the epitome of just what's hard to recognize in the argument of the other one. And uh, we all have people in our lives like this. And, um, you know, boy, if we can still sing a song together and live in a country together and want the best for each other, want the best for the country, that sure seems like it would mean a lot. And I know this week a lot of us are going to be in family situations because it's one of those holidays where people get together and are feeling these same same things, you know. Um, so really, uh, 
Really glad to uh, have this friendship and glad to be a part of this with all of you. Those of you that watch, uh, thanks to all of you on the chat, uh, Alex and Yabitz and Peggy and Scott and Mike and Jim. Uh, uh, really appreciate uh, all of you being around and your constant uh, goodness and all this. And we'll be back tomorrow with a, a Common Good Podcast politics edition. So um, thanks for being a part of the goodness that we do around here and uh, all the best to all of you this Thanksgiving week. And uh, do what you can to vote Common Good.